Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This week in league, George Burgess passes the St. George culture test with flying fingers. The West Tigers finally find a way to keep Noffer in line with his A and B defenders, park them all in front of pokies. Sam Ayub under investigation for human trafficking after being caught trying to smuggle a busted cunt in from Japan. Plus, we look forward to all the action for round three of the 2022 NRL season. All that more this week in league. Welcome to episode 448 of This Week in League. I'm Nate. And I'm Jay. And I am soon to be sued for defamation. <laughs> and I appreciate your you input, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No longer the roadblock. Ah, oh, it's fucking the greatest compliment ever bestowed upon me, which says something you, about you I'll pieces you what, of though. shit. <laughs> Glenny, you know, if, if that was ghost-written, you, then you'll get off scot-free. And all you'll need to prove it would be the very obvious thing like an email or an electronic communication <laughs> with the person that wrote it sent it to you, yeah. as happens every week on the show. I, I am recording this entire Scott situation. Did not tell you guys that? <laughs> yeah. Your side of the conversation, pal. <laughs> um, no, no, I'm recording the video as well. You, you guys just aren't technic- technologically. <laughs> and Fuck! That's... <laughs> Okay, I'm not recording it. <laughs> clearly, sa- clearly, no one believes that. You're safe because um, it's a statement of fact. <laughs> Blake Ferguson is busted, <laughs> and any judge in Australia would objectively agree is a cunt. <laughs> Love it. Oh fuck. And uh, and yeah, I mean, there's not much. There's 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 not much of a story around it to report yet, but he um he's being shopped around. He's uh he spent uh, 29 days in jail and after his time in jail uh the judge over in japan ruled that that was a sufficient penalty and they returned his passport and booted him the fuck out and he landed back over here uh, over the weekend so do you reckon you'll get not a sure if there's any suitors for th- look i'm not sure there's a 32 year old any suitors for a 32 year old player who was fading you know so badly that you know he had to change codes and go overseas Mate, listen do you not remember 2010? L. Takiri. Yeah, he won a fucking grand final in 2014. What's your point? Just saying. There's some other than the fact that Lottie Takiri is a fucking a hero. And he never got and he never got that hat trick. He never quite did. Stop it. I don't know why he keeps sort of bringing up old shit. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> uh. That's a frivolous domain name purchase that was fun for fun for a few years. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I'll tell you what: if Blake Ferguson finds a club, I never want to hear a fucking peep out of anyone saying that there is, um, you know, the arguing against the fact that there's not enough talent for expansion. 
<laughs> if he gets a fucking first grade run. Yeah, so this and this is the thing. I mean, if you think about it, where the fuck would he even get a run? And I mean, I know you're saying the Tigers, Glenny, but they've got club stalwart, Nofaluma, and then they've got one of their club. Malmolo is one of their club captains this year, True. right? They're not fucking. They're not signing him. The Bulldogs, however, have got Ockenbore, who on the weekend had one of the all-time mares, tallest guy in the field. <laughs> Smallest vertical leap, uh, and so, uh, some of the video I saw through the week of his reads in defence were just absolutely abysmal. Yeah, abysmal. Yeah, and um, and so look, you know, maybe maybe they don't have anybody in the wings, and maybe they might want to risk it on someone who has you know had success in the past, and you know, if you erase all of the bad traits from him is an experienced player who's played at the highest level. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, but, but I can't, but I honestly don't think there's an, another club that would have, that, that would have the need for a busted old ass winger. I mean, like Broncos are carrying one as it is. Yeah. Cowboys are carrying one as it is. Mm. Kyle felt Glenny. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. I said it. Corey Oates, Glenny. I just, no, I knew you meant Corey Oates. <laughs> I thought you might've been just jamming it into Valentine Holmes. I was like, wow, mate. He's fucking no, taking no, 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 we well, would hate him, <laughs> Yeah, I know. I take it back. I retract the Kyle Felt statement, but I will double down in turn on the Corey Oates. <laughs> um, now, anyways, I, I don't think there's going to be any suitors. Uh, maybe he can he can sign for like you know a Reggie, like like you know the Blacktown, for example. Mm. They're, they're 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 a suicide squad of like of, of miscreant fucking players. So maybe yeah, or. I don't know. I don't even know. Where's he even from? Like, you know, is there some park football team that maybe you'll go to? I don't think realistically that there's anyone like he didn't, he didn't leave in a blaze of glory or anything like that. And Lee, and he, he doesn't, yeah. he didn't, he's not one of those guys where you go, wow, I can't believe he left the code so early. Say, he had so much left in the tank. He was one of the quickest declines as well. Like from, he sort of went from, okay, well, as much as he's a fuckhead, he's, athletically talented in his position. He's got size, yeah. he's quick enough, he's strong. And then yeah. all- performed in Origin, performed yeah. for Easts. Then all- he performed for the Eels for uh, you know a, a while as well, yeah. All of a sudden, forgot how to catch a ball. Yeah, that last season, like, and then he was dropped. Just had the fucking and- permanent yips under a high ball, which, yeah. you know, which is a fundamental part of the position he played. But, um, yeah, good riddance. Yeah. Um, let's 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 talk about some good news because you know we're going to get into some other shit. Just before we do that, but, uh, did you have any yeah, feedback from our resident fucking sound critic about whether I was off mic or uh, oh, didn't he take offence uh, and start carrying on like I was some poor helpless person <laughs> on the internet in when I fucking queried him about talking shit. Um, can we not leave the fucking Glenn Blakely vanity project for another? I was going to say, is is, is this is this is this going to is this like? Do we have any notes? Yeah, the notes were uh, the show sounds amazing at the moment, and uh, except for Glenn, still sounds like shit. That's bullshit. Yeah. You made that up. <laughs> 
Now, let's talk. I want to. I want to just. Do you want him to auto tune your voice? No, he had more I've to got, say about you than me, to be honest. But I've got, I've got, I've got Mel. I, I tell you what, I'm going to bust out the Melodyne if I've got time. If we finish this show early yeah. enough tonight, I'm going to bust out the Melodyne auto tune, and it's going to be fucking. I'm Nate. I'm Jay. <laughs> Short A. <laughs> oh, I'm your yeah, guy right. from the MI. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's fucking brilliant. Oh, fucking G-Pain. <laughs> just fucking works on so many levels. <laughs> it really it really does. And now I'm going to invest the fucking rest of my evening until the sun comes up if I have to. <laughs> no, we'll see. We'll see. Um, I just wanted to light some candles, though, because, I mean, there's there's a bit of um sex offendering going on this week. Let me so pour some petrol before you light the candles. No, 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 no petrol. This is just all just, this is, you know, I'm trying to give stepdad some of his Dairy Queen 2022 vibes to start with. Give me those vibes. The Warriors. Now there's been a a, a reduction in the um, COVID-19 related restrictions over in New Zealand. They've removed a bunch of them. And so after more than two and a half years, there's going to be a rugby league game back in New Zealand again. And the Warriors can finally go home and play a game at fucking Mount Smart, which is just amazing. And um, the first game back, they are confident to announce that it will be the game versus the West Tigers on July the 3rd. I thought you they said... want to see it packed I, as a rough... I thought you said good news. <laughs> Those well, it's good news for the, cunts. <laughs> good news for the Warriors. Like, is there... A, they get to go... No, what? they've got to go back to New Zealand. What about yeah, the spare for the fans? They want to, though. They've got to go and watch footy. They haven't been able want. to see their no. team live, and they've got to see them play the Tigers. No, no, this this is the same. This is the same as the Russian propaganda. Jay, Jay, let people enjoy things. Not- they want to go back. They want to go. This is not propaganda. They, they, I, I know. I hear what you're saying. I agree with what you're saying. <sighs> But this is what they want and have wanted for a long time. Oh, fuck, okay. I was just about to put a banner around my Facebook photo and said, I stand with the Warriors. Being forced to Look, do they're that sick of They're sick of the fucking Kipper Ring dirt more, right? <laughs> <laughs> they, want, they just want to go home. <laughs> That's a fucking um, deep cut. <laughs> so, um, There's like four so locals yeah. laughing their ass off right now. <laughs> Oh, if you know, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it'll be the first game at, uh, at Mount Smart Stadium since they played uh, the Rabbits there on August 30th, 2019. And uh, the last actual major rugby league game was later that year on in November when uh, there was a test between the Kiwis and Great Britain in Christchurch. That's the last time New Zealand itself has seen rugby league there. So, um, so they're going to have the Tigers on July 3, pending a new variant, I suppose. Uh, then they're going to host the Storm on July 29, uh, Doggies August 12th, and the Gold Coast on September 3. So um, I, they're going to do four-game memberships, like for the, the t- you know, ticketed memberships for the purpose of these games. Is there anything going and, on uh, over there at the moment? Like, you know, do they have get-togethers in the stadium or is, have they got a leagues club over there? Only, only the homeless people that are currently residing there. That's about it. Okay, fair enough. I can picture. I can picture it for everything I know about New Zealand and socialising. They all pull up with a fucking with cartons of tallies, and they all pull up around <laughs> those 
<laughs> big, uh, Somebody's big, cooking uh, some eggs uh, somewhere. Make, 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 makeshift, makeshift, makeshift tables, and uh, you know someone's got a guitar banging away on, slipping away, and um, yeah. <laughs> and then fun and frivolity ensues, and nothing bad happens after that. So I'm sure all that they're talking about their horizon. <laughs> <laughs> talking about some place called Heaven. Must be a religion they've got over there. I don't know what the fuck it means. Uh, <laughs> Probably related to Lord of the Rings. I don't know. Um, now, another this is this is not necessarily a, a good news story, but um, it's just an interesting one because it relates to things that we've spoken about on the show many times before. But uh, Xavier Coates uh, was praised by Bellamy for being the most impressive player he had, um, you know, in their in their um, preseason training camp. Yep. And then he went on to say when asking about Coates, he said he didn't realize about that. He wanted to put his best foot forward. But then he said that uh, he learned a lot during the preseason as after when he was introduced to Melbourne's brutal training camp and sent for a fortnight on the tools. There you go. So he had some feedback, and he and he said that uh, in regards to the preseason training, he said I definitely felt my soul leaving my body, but I don't really talk about it. <laughs> talk about it. And then he said uh, went on to say that. Uh, with the hitting the tools for two weeks, I've never picked up a tool in my life. So learning how to mow the lawns and paint, just a lot of different things. I'm happy I got through it, but I don't know if I'd want to pick up another tool in my life. I'm pretty happy being a football player. Fucking. And that is how he passed the. That's how. That's how he became a Bellamy look, guy. Look, how long have we have we had that story for? Is it five, six years now? Yeah, maybe even longer. And, and so, so like, yeah, I remember like when when I heard it originally, but. How many? Why do no other clubs do this? Why is this still a Bellamy only thing when it is public fucking knowledge? Like it, it's out there in the lexicon, you know. Yeah, that, yeah. That that's what he does. Maybe it's like the one, the one, the one team town thing in a town that gives no fucks about rugby league, and maybe it's just something that you know is more easily. I don't know. Uh, I mean, you know, like anyone could do. Anyone could line it up, but yeah, why, why aren't? I don't know. Like, why aren't the um, some clubs there? Okay, surely someone knows someone in waste management. Get them on the fucking in the landfill, sorting the shit out. You know, yeah. There's there's plenty of well, the places. Knights, you know, send 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 them send them down to fucking coal mine. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. Fucking crap down mine, there. Coal mining's not quite what it used to be. The Broncos send them down. Send them to, to clean the toilets at Kippering Dirtmore. <laughs> 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 My 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 barber um he's like, my barber is is in, in said dirt mall and sometimes he puts his photos on Facebook and like once he went to he went to the bathroom at lunch and he found that someone had bought like one of, like one of those like three dollar Coles sponge cakes that are filled with jam and cream and stuff yeah. and fucked it <laughs> <laughs> and, and left and left and left a fucked sponge cake <laughs> in the cubicle. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh, I love it. Oh. And he and he just put a picture of his guy. Like, what the fuck are these? Like, dumbfounded. Oh, so so are we going to call it? So is the title of the episode G Pain or Fucked Sponge Cake? <laughs> wow. Um, SpongeBob fuck pants. <laughs> um. Yeah, Glenny, we've got to we've got to bring up your your tigers, your beloved tigers. That, uh, I just want to know what what was birthed nine months after the sponge cake incident. 
Well, nothing. They left it in the bathroom, didn't they? I mean, it's uh, just another tragic Redcliffe story. <laughs> Fuck, if only Kalen Ponga was from Redcliffe, that would have been such a good somewhere, job. Somewhere there's a, a single a single unemployed sponge cake trying to raise a little muffin. <laughs> oh. um, <laughs> now, um, the Tigers... Uh, it, it came to light that Dane Laurie and James Roberts were on the pokies the night before the the club was convincingly smashed by the Newcastle Knights on Sunday. And uh, apparently the Great Northern Hotel in Newcastle was the place. They're playing until all hours, a.k.a. 10 p.m. All hours. If you can oh. believe it. Oh, those now, dirty stopouts. They completed all of their training requirements. There were no COVID restrictions in place and they didn't breach any curfews set by the club. Yeah, so, it makes the news. There's two exactly. This is what I say. This. The West Tigers One. sell papers and Tigers. get clicks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I will and, say uh, it's not a great look, and in the context of the result, and also our old favourite of seeing players yucking it up at the end of the game after they've been comprehensively beaten. Yeah. By the yep. opposition, which is a pet hate for me, um, and I understand they're professionals, and you know. At the end of the day, if we have a, a bad day on the job, we don't all go home and kick the cat, if you know what I mean. But um, yeah, and they got friends in the clubs. Yeah, and, you know, I, the, I get it. They grew up playing. with I the get it. But yeah. for a, you know, they they take all the privileges of of working a different job. Yet when it suits them, it's like, oh, this is my job. This is my, you know, it's essentially my nine to five. Like you wouldn't do that in your nine to five. Well, no, you, you know, you're right. But your job is a fucking unique situation that you take full advantage of whenever yeah. it suits you. Look. Yeah, yeah. Here's the thing though. Like Glennie, if you if you and your work um in the MI. In the MI. Um uh, like if if you made horrid mistakes and you know made incorrect orders from a manufacturer for a client, even though their order to you was was spot on and correct, and your pricing was off, and your invoicing was sloppy, and your deliveries were always late, and and all of this stuff, you know, I, I think Probably I would be akin need. to someone someone ringing you up and going, oh, oh yeah, no, I'm not going to fix that today. I'll I'll fix it tomorrow, mm. and them spying you, slapping on the pokies at at four o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. Now, you have every right to do that, but it doesn't look great for your business. No, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, that- or if you had a deadline, if you had a deadline due the next day, yeah. this, that, that would be the that would be the, the 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 matching context. If you had a job due the next day and you you're like, oh, it's going to be tight, you know, yeah. miss the deadline, and the day before it turns out you've been on the pokies or you you, know, you got pissed at lunchtime, had the long lunch, yeah, and that's it. Yeah, you know, whatever. But um. um I think it's only a bad look in, in the context of the result, and it wouldn't even be a story if they won. Yeah, but, um, exactly. That, that's correct. But, you know. But again, you're also a representative of the club, you know, and whilst whilst there is nothing they've done is illegal and there's no no indication or suggestion, or from us at least, that, that they've done something wrong, um, there's a difference between, you know, what you can do and what you should do. You yeah, guess that's a fair point. Also, clearly, they didn't pull a massive win 
out of the pokies or get the feature multiple times because they all look like sad cunts when they run out on Sunday. So if they had have, maybe it would have changed the result. Yeah. Or maybe they felt like they'd earned their, they'd earned their paycheck that night. <laughs> yep. Instead, maybe they really cleaned it up. Yep. Yeah. Um, look, I, I, as now, I said, I think yeah. the, it is true that, you know, that the media beating up on the Tigers and they make themselves a pretty easy target. I'll give them, you know, the, the, the media gets the clicks and, and sells the papers or, or whatever. And, and it it's, it's really is a nothing story, but I, I still maintain that for the Tigers, until they change the perception of themselves as a club and as a culture and as a playing group, then they need to just bunker, shut everything down. Have a siege mentality. It's us versus them. Yeah. Exactly. It's us versus everyone but in the world. Also, don't just and I know this this they can they should have lives and I I respect that. But don't post fucking photos or just just get the fuck off social media. Get out of the media in general. Don't be a dollar quote. If any of the ex players, Benny Elias is and fuck them off away from the place. Yeah. Well look, I'll tell you what. On that note, you know, in in my corporate life, if I had ever have put a photo on Instagram saying anything about the name of the company or what I was doing or, you know, tagged an official account, you know, um, anything, I would have been dragged over the fucking coals saying you do not associate this company with your private social media. Mm. Yeah. You know? So if, if they want to go on the whole, oh, Oh, you wouldn't do this in your job. Well, yeah. yeah. Look, Actually, know. it would be harder. It yeah. would be a harder line. That's it. So. But I just think that is part of the solution for the Tigers. Outside of playing fucking better football and everyone will shut up if you actually show effort and heart and it, and it will certainly stop the fans slashing their wrists. But this is years and years and years of every preseason. Oh, fucking Luke Brooks is going to be unleashed. Or, oh, with the boys have been training. And I know a lot of clubs do it, but the Tigers are the ones that go out there and play like fucking bustards every season and talk, you know, there's all this media attention. Just bunker the fuck yeah, down and stay out of it. But every other club doesn't. Honestly, all the people talk about preseason are contenders and the Tigers. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm yeah. sure in Newcastle, you know, mm. whatever whatever fucking publication they still pretend they can read up there, they've got something about the Knights. and um, Still chiselled on a stone tablet in Newcastle. That's it. So, but you're right, the, the Tigers Or you know, fucked in a sponge clips. cake. <laughs> it's the only language I understand <laughs> in Newcastle. I think I, think, I think I know what you're doing next uh, after you swing by the supermarket on the way home, Teddy. <laughs> Nicklin's going to go, look. I don't understand the request, but sure, I'll get you eight sponge cakes. <laughs> I, I, I don't hey, understand geez. it. I don't understand it. I, I, I thought he wanted to do something gross, but I went into the room and he was just squeezing the sponge cakes around his own neck. <laughs> <laughs> now, Why has he got his own face on one of them? It's just weird. <laughs> now, just quickly... The story of the week, obviously, was George Burgess. Um, he won't be playing, uh, given that uh, he was uh, interviewed by police to assist with their inquiries over sexual touching allegations. And a woman spoke to police last week over this incident and it allegedly occurred in Mascot. That, in itself, 
That's bad enough. And what the fuck is in the water down there? Yeah. The cunts at Cogra have to get have to get your sexual offendery as soon as they throw on the fucking red V. Now Because if you play I mean, for it or you support it, you're a cunt. Well, I get it. They say they, they, you know, they, there's that 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 phrase that you know the the, the slogan. It's like yeah, the red V's a part of me or whatever it is. Yeah, but there's it's not. There's it's, some, it's other people's red V's. Get your fucking fingers out of there. There's some there's some brackets after it though. When you're an actual member, we only see red V as part of me. Yeah. Um, the the members get one that's bracketed that says even if I don't want it. <laughs> All right. So gotcha. Yeah. Now, if that wasn't bad enough, and after on the heels of like you know the Tristan Sailor stuff and the Jack DeBell and stuff, I mean it's it's plenty fucking bad. And enough the Shane the Cash stuff, <laughs> the Zebby stuff, I suppose. <laughs> what a fucking what a year the clubs had. Oh, um, fucking trotters, don't even get me started on that guy. Oh my god, Dragons. I, I would like to me. put it out there that we are not suggesting Zebby's a sexual offender. <laughs> No, 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 no. Cashy, no, no. cashy and trotters, no. yes. <laughs> Zebby, you're, you're safe. <laughs> <laughs> now, the the Dragons on Team List Tuesday, though, they released a statement and they said, look, we are yet to receive the necessary and required information regarding this Burgess matter, so we can't come to a decision on the player's availability for round Fuck. three. So, we, so, we've, so we're selecting... The NRL requires us on Tuesday afternoon to select a twenty-four oh. man squad, and so by and so by virtue of that, in number twenty-four is George Burgess because even though these allegations are hanging over him, we've received not no information from the NRL about it. So we are so we are just like the fucking multiple points of decision making process that has to happen for that to happen. And as a special I mean, game day made, theme. They made him release a statement about it. A special it. game day theme where we're uh, promoting how well we like to treat uh, women and the face of that theme for the day will be Jack DeBellin. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, Anthony Griffin's made an error uh, in, unfortunately, he was supposed to name the team. Uh, he mistakenly put out a list of 17 names of our victims. Unfortunately, yeah. it's, a, it's a slight oversight from Anthony's part. He is old and a racist. Yeah, and like the NRL aren't doing that. They haven't decided whether they're going to do the no-fault stand-down thing yet. But what was it? Was it seven years or 11 years? Oh, it was more. It was seven. Was it, was it? Was it seven or was it five? It was like it was the smaller number that you said. It was, it was definitely the smaller range that you said, for uh, sure. Here we and, are. Um, so is in New South Wales. So, sexual touching has replaced the offence of indecent assault. Okay. Right. Um, there we go. Uh, so, is guilty of offence. What actions? Yep, being a fucking grub. What the police must prove. Possible defences. Oh, God. Uh, which court will hear the matter? It's a table two offence. No, they're not. Um, they're not under special care. Oh God, that's a parent or a grandparent. Wouldn't surprise <laughs> me. Sweet home in Alabama. Yeah. Um, in, in any in, in any in any case, while the NRL hasn't decided whether they're going to enact the the no fault stand down rule in this case, just from a general optics perspective. Take the higher ground, leave him out for a week, 
completely. Yeah. Why do you? you know what? Like, why, as a club, do you want to poke the the public relations bear like that? It's just fucking mind boggling. Here's the thing, and I can't fucking count how many times that I've said this, but for new new listeners, here you go. This one's fucking easy, Dragons. Here's your fucking free PR consultation. Press release. We are aware of the reports of this um, and have spoken with George. We understand that no player is larger than the issue of sexual violence against women in our community. Mm -hmm. And while this is in no way an admission of guilt on George's part, he is standing down pending further information. Yep. That's it. Yep. That's it. Yep. You, know? you can say, I mean, you can you can say he's offered to or voluntarily. You can put that sort of yep. language in there. Yep. And um, there you go. Yeah. I am yep, not exactly. at all saying I am guilty. However, I accept what a massive and important issue this is in our society. With mm-hmm. you know what is it? One woman a week being killed by a partner yep. or ex partner. Yep. You know, and that's exactly. not including the sexual violence stats. Yep. So I am not bigger than this issue. So I am standing down in solidarity with victims everywhere. Um, it's fucking, it's yeah. so fucking dumb. Yeah, it is. Imagine if you could get a club for bringing the game into disrepute. <laughs> like seriously, the, well, the NRL can do yeah. it to players. Yeah. How can yeah. they not go at the Dragons here and go, you guys are so fucked to name yeah. somebody. Like your club has a probable rapist playing for it now. Like the allegations and 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 discoveries of your past players that have come to light recently. You've had the yep. son of a former player up and coming in the club. Yep. Like fucking chill. Just fucking yep. chill on the we don't have to, so we won't. Yeah. Anyway. Yep. anyway. Exactly. And what a segue straight through until the uh team list and for the round round three uh matchups ahead. And guess who's playing on Thursday night? <laughs> It's the Dragons taking on the Cronulla Sutherland Sharks. This one, Burgess has obviously uh, dropped off and become one of the omitted reserves, as predicted. Um, McCulloch is out. So Mbai will be starting hooker. Jackson Ford goes to the bench. Jetski replaces George Burgess. And the Sharkies, the Moot, is out injured. Teague Wilton suspended. Ikevalu replaces Mortalo on the wing, which is a you know, which is a great replacement, I think. And um, Wilton's back row spot goes to Talakai. Trindle returns from suspension, and he will be on the bench. What do you say, Glenny? I think the Sharks, to be honest. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm very confident the Sharks are going to win this um, one. I don't think the Sharks will win by as much as what I might have suggested looking forward um, to this game a couple of weeks ago, if I was honest. But um, I, I think that uh, they'll have a little bit too much for the Dragons at this stage of the season, and um, they're coming together faster than I expected, the Sharks. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think the Dragons will be disgraced by any stretch of imagination. I think it'll be a competitive game, but I think the Sharks will squeeze a win out. There you go. And what are the tipping? What are the uh, what are the betting agents saying? Sharks are dollar seventy two. Dollar seventy one on sports bet two two yeah, sixteen. Right. Sorry, two fifteen to the dragons. Yep. 
Yeah, right. Um, Which sounds about right. Yep, yep. Do you have any comments on that one there, stepdad? Oh, this one's a toss-up. You know, both, both of these sides were disappointing in round one and stepped it up massively in round two. Yep. Um, you know, the, the Dragons had the the onus of going up against the, the club that stood up to the white supremacist views um, of their coach. But, you know, seem, it seems that may, they may not have that with Cronulla because there's, there's somewhat of a kindred spirit in terms of beliefs and culture. So um, <laughs> the, the Sharks are new, but I think much more talented. So as new as in, you know, less less time together, mm. um, but just more more actual football talent out there. So I'm going to tip the Sharks. I, I, just, I think the Sharks are just be- a better side defensively as well. Mm. Okay, the pub slot game. The West Tigers take on the Warriors. Out at Campbelltown, Glenny. Yep. Ha- happy and, uh, hunting ground. <laughs> Nothing has ever gone wrong out there. Tamal named to return. Oh, how good. Twelve drops to the bench. Michaeli to the reserves. Garner replaces Tuolungi in the back row. And uh, Little is also back. Simkin benched. And uh, Hastings got copped two weeks, didn't he? Uh, I thought it was three. So, did he? Oh, so the downgrade attempt was... Uh, yeah, unsuccessful. Failed. Okay, right. Okay. Mm. So, so, two weeks. So, Jesus Christ, they're in the walls. Um, the list I'm looking at, NRL.com, still has him at six over. They brought Madden in. Is that what you said? Yep. Mm. Oh, I could, yeah, I see uh, Madden, Madden's there 19, 19 so yeah. I'm assuming, yeah. Yeah, I'm assuming he's in. Tulung is suspended or injured? I don't I don't know. I mean, it just says it just replaces. I mean, did he, I, I didn't see hear anything about him getting injured. Yeah, he, he went on he, he went went on, on report, report at one stage, yeah, so maybe he oh, okay. a week. Um, maybe. Look, this... I was going to say, you wouldn't drop him on form. No. Best player the Tigers have had in a decade. Future of your club. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fuck. The Warriors side. Okay, so Ash Taylor's out, injured. And so Cody Nicarima comes back in. So they're playing a bit of musical chairs with the halves over there. And um, that's the only change. Mm-hmm. Look. <sighs> Tigers are $2.25 outsiders playing at home <laughs> against the Warriors. <laughs> there you go. That's where you want to go because points bet have only got them at two fifteen. So the value's over where you're, where you're looking, Yeah, Glenn. sports bet. Um. Hastings out is a big one, giving us probably one of the very few players that actually showed any interest last weekend. Um, so that's a massive out for the Tigers. I think I think he's better in your head than he, than he actually has been. I, I, I don't I don't think he was fantastic, but it's all, it's all relative, tried. Nathan. It's all relative. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. It's fucking yeah, relative to Luke Brooks. Yeah, that's a fair point. Um, yeah. Um, Jock Madden deserves a running first grade. Um, I don't think he'll let anyone down. Uh, Lidsey back at hooker. My mate, Jake Simpkin, he seems to be a bit of a scapegoat for the, some of the fan base, which is disappointing. Um, look, there's been games where the Tigers have needed to win and they've come up against the Warriors and the Tigers have been playing at home and uh, they've been comprehensively beaten. <laughs> so that's happened more times in my life than I care to rec- recount at this stage of the game. Gonna happen. Gonna happen. It's gonna happen again. No, I'm still gonna back the Tigers. Um, oh, I thought we were gonna get history made then. Nah. Nah, come on. <laughs> all roads, all roads will lead into the the Glenn from the Warriors. Was it? Was it last year? No, last year was Reese Walsh's first year. So it was his first year in first grade there at the Warriors, wasn't it? So 
he yes. um he had probably his absolute breakout performance against the Tigers, and if, yes. if I remember, it was at Campbelltown. So, um, I look. It's his house now. <laughs> since 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 the previous owner was uh, stripped of his ownership rights when he went to, went to prison. <laughs> exactly. He, he bought it at government auction. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Um, right, I'm still so, yeah. I'm still going to back the Tigers, but with zero confidence. I, I I just wonder if like how much does the embarrassment of last weekend does is there anything that can mate, galvanise mate, these guys? They, who've been they are essentially for years albeit and years and years. it was the end of last season, but they last week they were one game removed from being thirty eight nil comprehensively smashed thirty eight nil by the wooden spooner. Yeah, they were they had, one like, game removed had, from when, it when they had about one and a half million dollars less worth of players. <laughs> Yeah, there as well. fuck. Right. Warriors in a close one. Warriors in a blowout. See, this is the thing. Warriors are one of those teams, kind of like the Titans, where they're fun to watch because they're going to score points and they're going to score some great tries and they also don't give a fuck about defense, generally speaking. Correct. So this could be the type of game that the Tigers, you know, can really get themselves into as well. Or get, just have a shootout. Or get 38, 30, 38, 34 or something. Or 38 nil. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, dream, Has, dream. Yeah, no. They're not going to run down the left, is that what you're saying? <laughs> Warriors aren't going to run down the left, is that what you're saying? Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> now, the Rabbitohs take on the Roosters. Big game, the 8 o'clock one, uh, Sydney Olympic Park. Um, Mill and Paulo switch jerseys. Uh, Murray is named to start. Uh, Havili benched. And uh, the Roosters... Crichton is benched. Nat Butcher starts in his place. Watson returns the hooker with Hutchinson benched. So very similar lineup, just really just shuffles. I can't go past the Roosters, to be honest. Yeah, look, like the Rabbitohs definitely showed us more last week than 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 previously, but so did the Roosters. There was there were some components there of a of Melbourne Storm side that appeared to be cruising a little bit, and then the real momentum changes when there was a, a guy sent to the bin. Mm. So, yeah, I take it with a grain of salt. I mean, I expect the Rabbitohs to improve week on week because, you know, they can't really go backwards from where they were in round one. But, um, yeah, I think the Roosters comfortably. 13 plus. 13 plus, do you say? Yeah. All right. Fuck. What do you say, Glennie? That's what I reckon. 13 plus. Oh, sorry. Uh, sorry, stepdad. Do you 13 plus as well? No, not at um, all. Right. Moving on with Saturday, the Penrith Panthers take on the Newcastle Knights out of Bathurst. Brian Toto is out with Taylor and May replacing him in the back line. Mm. Um, Cleary is named in the reserves, which means he's definitely playing. And um, the Knights side. Ponga returns at fullback. That drops Hoy out. Lachlan Fitzgibbon is out. But Daniel Saifidi returns. So he's named at prop. Barnett shifts uh, across to the vacant uh, second row spot for... Um, for uh, what's his face if it's given and uh, Croker retains his bench spot well it's a bit it's, this is the actually the it's the the March grand final yeah it's a battle for the March premiership both sides unbeaten at the top of the table it. no more games in March coming our way this is it for the brawl, the brawl for it all. Like, Someone's <laughs> O has to go. <laughs> I, I think the Panthers got a bit of a wake-up call last week with just just how much St. George came back at them. And they were down on troops and 
and they had injuries to key players and they didn't have Cleary, but the they they did it fairly easily, it seems, the week before. Um, so I, I hope last week put a bit of sense into them um, where, where they get back to that really, you know, error-free, very careful style of football. Um, it, it means a lot to them to get out to Bathurst uh, and and put a show on for the crowd out there. So I, I really think they'll just be too focused for Newcastle, who would go into this game considering themselves every chance to beat Penrith. Like, they've been playing, you know, some very good football. Uh, Bradman Best has had an absolutely fantastic start to the season. It's going to be extremely dangerous out there. Uh, but I think Penrith over the course of 80 minutes will be too much for them. Yeah, I think Braden Best is only as good as the balls he gets given and the holes he gets put through. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah. I think Penrith... Yeah, I, don't think he, I don't think he's doing it himself. Well, we you know we also I mean? need kick-out to go back to that, you know, positive game kick-out. Whereas last week, you know, yeah, okay, yes, he scored two tries, but he also did a lot of dumb kick-out shit. Yeah, yeah, you got to be carried away. I yeah. think that, but maybe that was... I mean, if, if it wasn't kick-out and we hadn't seen, you know... 99 other games on which to base our opinion. Yeah. I would have said it was just the exuberance of the milestone game, but no, it's not the case because that was just kick out being kick out. Right. I mean, that was that was that was that was 60 game kick out, and the other 40 is is the other kick out. <laughs> yeah, round one kick out yeah. is the other guy. I, I think. Uh, look, I think. Sorry, you go. Yeah, I think I think the, the, yeah, the Panthers are obviously heavy favourites, and I see no reason to tip against them. I mean, I, I said that they wouldn't play as well again as they did in in round one, and they're not going to need to. This in this game, I think the Knights have been, uh, yeah, they they were great against the Roosters. I feel like the Roosters were somewhat ambushed a little bit too, and and just a bit slow start to the season. Whereas uh, last week's game, I can't really, you know, I see a lot of teams doing that and more to the West Tigers. So I'm not going to use that as any sort of great benchmark of uh, success or quality, or yeah, projected success or quality. I think the I think the Panthers are going to win this one easily. Yep. Yeah. I think um, if if Cleary plays. I think it'll be a cakewalk, but if he doesn't, um, I think Penrith, their ability to control the middle with their, with their forwards will be key, especially against Newcastle's pack. <coughs> um, if Newcastle get the upper hand with field position and, and get uh, some ascendancy in in Penrith's half, I think that the the fact that Toto's not there is, is a big out for Penrith. And I think, you know, you've got... 100%. May and Targo, relatively inexperienced guys. I, I think you know guys like Gagai and Best, um, and and Ponga coming around the back could give them some troubles. But I still think Penrith will be way too strong. Right, moving on. The Melbourne Storm take on the Parramatta Eels down there at the Korean Housewife on Saturday afternoon. Brandon Smith listed in reserves for the Storm, otherwise unchanged. And I believe, actually, there is a change to this now. Harry Grant and uh, Wishart, do they live together? And they're both, COVID. Uh, they've both been, yeah, COVID. They've both been hit with the COVID. Yeah. And as as as, as uh, I think Harry Grant has, and as a, as a contact, I think Wishart's out as well, which changes the complexion of this game if Brandon Smith is unfit to play. Yeah. I don't. I can't imagine like brand like. I, I get that the teams have to have to put up these. Uh, you know, in COVID times, they have to put up these twenty four list of players on Tuesday, and they might you know fuck about a bit with the you know everything past number seventeen. But 
you know, like for the Storm's sake, I would hope that Brandon Smith is ready to go and he's not just a name to fill out a list. Because uh, That was one thing we missed in the news. What did you make of his uh, trolling of Latrell? Oh, it's hilarious. Yeah. I don't think Latrell had an issue with it, so. Yeah. Well, apparently, South Sydney was were, fuming. were fuming. Well, yeah, but, yeah. Do you, the, the, I saw the, um, unfortunately, I was on a three-day ban, so I couldn't interact with it, but I saw the um, the banter in regards to the journo that said, you know, it's better to be first than right. Yeah. And yeah. Um, I saw someone suggest that it might have been that Nathan Ryan. Yeah. Who, is he now a digi for a club or something someone mentioned? He, he, he was digi for the Knights, and then he's since moved on from that. He was doing that for like one year, maybe two. Yeah. And then he now he's and now he's on to the next thing. I've done. I haven't seen because he he built he had a a self built pedestal that he planted himself well and truly on when he was a a somewhat of a journey. Yeah, he's calling himself like the exclusive or something, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And had a amateur wrestling. He was trying to make the WWE or whatever it was, and he was an amateur wrestler. And it's nothing I like more than people that fucking make their own pedestal and plant themselves upon it, just getting a little mm. bit humbled. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm, it's what's I, best I in life, Nathan. Oh, is it? That, that's what's oh, best in life. Oh, I thought Jesus. you were serious. That you love, like like, like like how you've put yourself on the MI pedestal. <laughs> I am the <laughs> MI, mate. I am the MI. Heart and soul of that industry, mate. Fucking please. <laughs> the Eels. Kafusi's bench, Nathan Brown named it lock. Um, Greg replaces Jake Arthur on the bench, so they've been listening. And uh, look, the Eels, one thing they've had this season, it seems to be uh, an issue with that defense. Yeah. Um, is it is it strictly because Wanga Blake is on the wing? Maybe so. And perhaps that's an avenue for Blake Ferguson to return. I don't know. But um, they've had, like, while they, you know, we saw signs last week of the team that they that they are supposed to be, but the defense is the big problem there. And the Storm appear to be, you know, building and, you know, reasonably tough even at this early stage of the season. If they don't go in there with a, a recognized hooker, then, you know, it certainly changes the uh, complexion of the game a little bit, but I don't think it reverses or it reverses the result for me. Yeah, that's it. I still think Storm to win. Yeah, I agree. I, I think it'll be... I actually... I'm looking forward to this game. I think it'll be a a quality game, but I expect Melbourne to win. Well, especially when you've got those those that halves pairing of um, Hughes and Munster. Mm. Like Hughes's running game is on point this season, yep. and yep. there aren't many sixes in the game at the moment that can pick apart a poorly communicating defence like Cameron Munster does. And I feel if they get their tail up, then then it could be uh, could be messy for the Eels. Yeah, and if if Melbourne's forwards get a roll on, and then those guys are, are running off the back of that, I think Para has linked enough points in the first couple of weeks to show that that they're not going to um, handle that at all. Yeah, well. that's it. Yep. Right, moving on, the Canberra Raiders take on the Gold Coast Titans uh, down there in Canberra on Saturday night. The Raiders side, Kotrick returns from injury. Chotrick. Um, Rappen- Isn't Chotrick now? Yeah. I heard that about a, a, a year ago, but it was funny. It was only one guy on the ABC grandstand was running with it, and none of the other guys. And, was, and so it made, it made me start to like doubt it. I was thinking, 
the guy, I remember whoever it was on Grandstand, I can't remember who it was, but um, whoever it was, they, they made a very compelling argument, you know, regarding, you know, the, you know, the origins of the, of the name and the rest of it. And it's just never heard it again. And now two years later, now I think it's, I think he's, 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 uh, he's putting his foot down maybe. Can I? I'd love to get a rule. How on should it. a name be pronounced? Like if, if it's S-M-I-T-H, right? How do you pronounce that? Right. Smythe. Smith. Well, that's the thing. If a person... Smythe's usually a Y and an E. It is. I was, I was probably let, being sarcastic. Let, let's say that I person comes out and says, oh, no, I want to be Smythe. Yeah, 100% should be the way they want it to, to they, they, okay. they pronounce cool. it. Because it's probably not just them. They're probably not making it up just for shits and giggles. It's the way that, you know, their family pronounce it. And, go, and you know, and sure, you know, in the case of Smith, it's, you know, what the most common name or one of the most common names in the world. But that doesn't... That, you know that doesn't rule out the possibility that there's, there's one branch on the tree that started doing it this way and yeah, there's not continue a name to do so. Place. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, like it was like uh, I'll say like when we're doing the MMA podcast and stuff, and like the the, the announcers, like John Anik with the UFC, he would literally they literally are provided the fighters saying their name themselves, exactly the way they wanted to, and it's just that simple. That's that's all that needs to be provided, and that becomes part of a media kit that goes out to all the broadcasters. Yep. And then there's no excuses, and there's also no, you know, no, there's no misconceptions or there's no confusion or anything either, because you've literally got it right there. Yeah. Learn it phonetically if you have to, yeah, you know. That's it. Um, but yeah, so if there's been a, has, has there actually been a ruling now? That's actually it's become widespread now on the on the Chotrick front. I'm hearing Chotrich. Oh, good. Because I don't really listen to the commentators as well. That's another problem. So I haven't. I don't listen to the TV commentators yeah. much. If I'm listening to the radio, it's because obviously I'm in a position where I'm in the car or something, and I can't and I can't be watching. Things. Pretending you're from the thirties. Um, yeah, on the wireless. <laughs> um, hand cranked. Um, so what are we talking about here? Uh, yeah, Schneider returns at half, so that pushes Frawley to the bench. What are we talking about and, here? Yeah, <laughs> you've been doing it twelve years, motherfucker. Yeah. Now, uh, yeah, still don't know. Um, the Titan side, uh, Jermaine Osako, he's listed in the reserves. We didn't talk about that, but we can get to it. And um, the rest of the squad is unchanged. And so, yeah, Jermaine Osako, there was, there was, speaking of being first and being right, I don't know if there was like some crazy last-minute audacious bid by the Gold Coast Titans to secure the services of um, Jermaine Osako, but the tweets were going out from Dobbo, who I don't know if he still is, but you know, he was on Triple M. That's where I remember him from. And he was tweeting... On, in the morning, on Monday morning, I think, saying, you know, like breaking, Jermaine Osako is set to be released uh, effective immediately from the Broncos to take up an offer with the Parramatta Eels, which made perfect sense to me because they just chuck they'd chuck him on the wing yep. there and they would stop Wanga Bean being on the on the That's wing. It. But within like an hour, and then someone pasted in that, put a link to tweet in our chat, and it was like. And I didn't even. I just. I saw the yellow and everything. And I didn't even look twice at. I thought, okay, yeah, okay. So that eel thing has happened. But no. Then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, he's. he's yeah, he's effectively released. Uh, immediately released from the Broncos because he's gone to the Titans. So look, obviously, from the player's standpoint, moving families and all that sort of thing just doesn't have to happen. You can just drive down the Goldie and just drive down the M run and you know do what he has to do for the footy. Um, so it's obviously a lot easier for him, and he definitely wasn't getting any time. Or any looking at the Broncos, mm. and I thought it might—I thought it was a Seabold thing, but it's carried on, you know, throughout the the Kevy era. And like I, my person, I, I don't think his uh, his skills and abilities 
you know, justified the lack of game time he got at the Broncos, no. considering the, the list they had. And and also, like, a fucking more than decent goal kicker. Absolutely. Yep, Which, exactly. Who's kicking goals for the Titans at the moment? Sexy. Sexy. Yeah, okay. And he's not he's not, he's not he's not super accurate. Like he's he's all right, but he's he's not smacking right and, from all over the field either. And Asako, do I remember it correctly that he had a couple of cracking field goals as well? Yeah, mm. when um when, when, when Milford was cowardly. Um, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, he's a, he's a handy pickup. The only thing with the with, Where with does the he eels, play, you can, well, that's it. Because with the eels, you can you can easily draw a line and go, yeah, defensively they're having issues. The root of like at least one side of the field's defensive problems is Wunga Blake on the wing. Here's a guy that's played on the wing heaps. Chuck him in the side. Yep. Bang. Titans, on the other hand, Sammy's been playing great. Has been one of their best players. Yeah. To start the season, Marju is solid, and he played he played great last week. Mm. There's none of those guys are a, are an easy drop to you know swap over. For Osako and Jane Campbell, seen you know he, he's young, but he he certainly hasn't really you know, put too many feet wrong. Yeah, I I think they've either. doubled down on Jaden Campbell. I don't think he's going anywhere. It could be a you know no, get right. signing as Maybe. well, but yeah, um, yeah, possibly. But you know, Brian Kelly probably hasn't been setting the world on fire. But I don't, I don't know. Osako, he's been he's been all, he's been all right though. Yeah. But Osako, he's I think he played a little bit of center from time to time at the Broncos, but. Yeah, uh, I mean, they can maybe shift Sammy into the yeah. centers, and yeah, they can maybe you know shift Sammy into the centers mm. or something for one of the other two and bring him on. But yeah, anyway, the game though, Titans on the, and the Raiders. The Raiders down in Canberra would be absolutely burning from what happened to them last week up in mm. North Queensland. Yeah, they would be. They're a better side than what we saw. Well, they should the, be the Cowboys. Like, but they, I mean, they've, surely they've got to be. I mean. They, I guess now it's the Starling era. There's no more of this, you know. He, there's, there's no options there. I mean, mm. Starling's the guy. Yeah, he has to. Um. So, look, I am going to tip the Raiders to bounce back. Raiders, they're solid favourites. Dollar seventy one to two fifteen against the Titan. I don't. I don't. Wow. I think that's. It's not quite as. It's not, it's not quite as wide on uh, on points bet that I'm looking at. That's, here. that's pretty good money for the Titans, given the way that they've played. First couple of weeks, yeah. Oh. I mean, they're not a massive. They're not a massive traveling team, no. the Titans. But and you know, you know a, and it's not that time of year yet where no one, you know, legit, no one, no one wants to play, play Canberra, wants to play yeah, Canberra just exactly. yet. But yeah, um, I think Canberra is a good enough side that they should win this game just to try and repair their damaged pride from last week. So I'm going to tip Canberra. Yeah. Yeah, would I be surprised if the Titans won this game? Absolutely mm, not. Agree. Absolutely not. I'm going to say that the the Titans went went try for try with Parramatta, you know, to mm. to start the season. So attack, I, I don't think is an issue for them. And no, attack is definitely not an issue for and them. And Canberra can, it's, it's, can fucking spend twenty minutes out of a game leaking shit. Yeah. So I'm going the Titans yeah. on this one. I think the problem with the Titans is their defense. There is some. Well, no, this is. I mean, I don't think this game is a toss-up, but I mean, I would not be the least bit surprised if the Titans managed to win. Mm. Yep. Okay, moving to Sunday afternoon, Suncorp Stadium. It's the uh, the derby. Broncos take on the Cowboys. Broncos side unchanged, seventeen, following a successful start to the season. The Cowboys 
uh, have lost Mitchell Dunn for the season, so he's replaced on the bench by Ruben Cotter. Otherwise, the same as uh, the big win over the Canberra Raiders last week. Remember when we went on a try, uh, went on a um, a streak of these games being decided by like one point either way, yeah. or two points yeah. either way. Yeah, I suspect this will not be After- one of them. Yeah, really. I mean, don't do you think that they're like if the Cowboys are the team that they were when they beat the the Raiders last weekend? Are they not about? Does that not put them on about the same sort of footing in terms of quality? That's where the Broncos are at. Yeah, right now. I mean, That's it's not the same as when they were. It's not the same as the one point games when they were vying for grand final victories, mm-hmm. and that sort of era where they were both great sides. This is the yeah, they're, but they both seem to be about have found the same level again. You know what I mean? As, as uh, one another. Yeah. Yeah, as, yeah, as one another. Yeah. I I think the Cowboys that what we saw last weekend is as about as good a performance as you'll see out of the twenty twenty two Cowboys. And I think the oh, I'm inclined to agree. And I think it happened the Broncos at home. the Broncos have a higher ceiling. That's fair. Yeah, I think the Broncos are about at their ceiling at the moment. I just don't think the Cowboys are going to reach the height they did last week mm. again. Yeah, I oh, see. So yeah, okay. I think the Broncos have got a bit more in them. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I remain, I remain unconvinced. I'm going to tip the Broncos. But, uh, Although you know, I'm being tipping, at I'm Sunfall, tipping the Broncos I think this game. The though. Cowboys will be well supported there, but um, yeah, I think the Broncos will be um, too solid. Reynolds will be better for the run last week. Yeah, that's it. Unless he gets injured in the first three seconds. Well, he does have that yeah. his game throughout his entire career. I'm gonna catch his coronavirus again like or something. Sprains an eye. I mean, sprains an eyelid. I mean, or something. if he can. Yeah, I mean, if he can, if he can, if he can keep doubling up on the the recurrent injuries as he has throughout his entire career, I mean, maybe he can double up on the Kovice two weeks in a row. Yes. First time in recorded history for humans. Um, moving on to the last game, six six fifteen p.m. Late one down there at Brookie. And uh, it's the Mighty Manly Sea Eagles taking on the Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs for the uh, the return to Brookie game. First time there in quite a while. And it's the first time there after they've done a complete resurface from the fucking core of the earth up. And, oh, there'll uh, be grass there thrown, now. How good. Th- thrown, on, thrown, on the new, thrown on the new grandstand and uh, got the COE up there in the back there. I'm not sure if the Centre of Excellence is finished or not yet, but the... The, the new grandstand. It's kind of the, the the occasion for the opening of the new grandstand on the end there, replacing the family hill. And uh, a wonderful occasion it will be. And uh, motherfucker, you've been on, you've, you've walked the brookie surface with me. You know there's grass here, you lion ass dog. I fucking, I tripped, <laughs> I tripped in the fucking potato field that was the plane. Yeah, I, I, I love oh, how, I wish, I wish you, I wish you had a broke your fucking neck. I love how Nate tells these <laughs> fucking <laughs> stories. And you can hear the fucking actual belief in his voice that there are people out there going, oh, wow, that sounds wonderful. What a fucking great club Manly seemed to be. Just that fucking hope where really all it is these days is it's past hate. So there's no more of this, oh, Manly fucking hates you. It's it's apathy. People are like, well, fucking about time. You they call it, it the family. You know why they call it the family hill? Because that's where the Trebojevic family stay. They, they all stand on the hill. And they only do that so everyone else knows which part of Brookvale to avoid. I'll tell you, so, there are not more scared brothers anywhere on planet Earth at the moment. And I know there are siblings cowering in subways in Ukraine being bombed. There are not two more scared brothers in the world 
after these cunts have seen how Turbo's been playing and are concerned for their future. Because he's the only reason they have contracts. <sighs> you, sir... That's the most defamatory thing I've seen on this episode. The grip strength, <laughs> the grip strength of Jake and Ben, just to, just for like several years now, to just be grasping the coattails of Tom so hard. Yeah, glad he, the fucking glad he's, veins glad he's got a... protruding from their forearms. It's fucking sight to behold. He's glad he's been given a little sniff and he's fucking just wrapped fucking his lips around. Get into fucking it. Jay's exhaust. <laughs> Uh, manly um, thirty plus. <laughs> well, they fucking want to. I mean, at this if stage, they can't I'm get up for this one. Them. Fucking put a line I, through them. I, I, I want to see. Yeah, I want to see thirty points scored. I mean, however much they win by, I want to see thirty points on the board. But I tell you what, if they lose this game after the week I've had in terms of like sporting teams that I support, if they lose this game, I swear to fucking Mate, God, what are you talking about? I will kill myself. Fucking George's Niang was inspirational against literally the, the only- Miami Cucks. <laughs> Yeah, and also, and uh, yeah, yeah, and uh, look, that was fucking great. And they're the only fucking bright light. I can't, I can't support that ignorance, fucking, mate. <laughs> they are, they are only, they're the only bright light on my, on, on my sports, sports supporting fucking radar at the moment. Um, uh, I tell you, fucking, it's terrible when you see when you see a team bucket of shit. Oh yeah, absolute bucket of shit. Oof. I mean, it was that, it was that much, it, it was, it was that easy that we it didn't even bother. Suiting up fucking Embiid and Harden. Joel and fucking Harden, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Didn't have to didn't, didn't exactly. have to. Why would you? Oh, okay. Same oh, for same for the real oh, game. You've only got Jimmy Butler. Okay, we'll we'll play no all stars then. <laughs> oh, oh look at you two back on common ground. It's bloody beautiful to see. Love it. Mainly by thirty. Uh, <laughs> Dog, the, the doggies, the doggies have got Thompson back at propping up, and Woodell is benched. Look, there's two, there's two names that are, that really catch my eye in the in the bulldog side, Knockenball. and that's Corey Woodell and Jay Knockenball. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, honestly, look for a supercut of his um, defensive misses in that game on the weekend. It's some of the worst, most clueless shit that we that that we've seen in years. Not for Lockenball, and and I'm hoping, I'm praying. This, you know, he, he doesn't line up on the same side of the field as Saab, so that we won't be like, oh, he's been out-jumped by Saab. He will get out thoroughly out-jumped by Ruben Garrick, who is like a foot shorter than him. <laughs> fucking, like, fuck. That's that that's if they have to go to the air, because they made us fucking have a two-man overlap and just decide to go through their hands. I don't know. But, um, yeah, look, this is this, this is the game. When, when you've played teams that are, are undoubtedly going to be top four sides at the end of the season and you've had a slow start to the season, you need to blow the fucking cobwebs out sooner or later. And this is the game. Blow the fucking cobwebs out and um, and start your season. For fuck's sake, yeah, you can't. that's it. The end. And they're actually like reasonable, you know, actually pretty short price favorites, maybe second, first or second favorites for the entire round, which I don't think is fucking earned, to be honest. I mean, that's reputation rather than, than it's uh, not. You know, it's, Four dollars for the Bulldogs is also reputation the other way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they had a, they, they they had a good win in round mm. one. They only just lost. Well, see, in here's, round here's two. the thing: yeah. betting doesn't work for agencies if they give both teams four dollar odds. <laughs> so, yeah. Thanks for Jay explaining that. That's it. Eagles by yeah. thirty. Right. Thanks, Glenny. I love I love the cut of your jib, mate. Fuck off, um, mate. We're never we'll never be on the same side. Oh, fuck you're a hostile little cut sometimes. After all everything I do for you. Glenny, who's your NBA team? One thing. 
Don't have one. Don't have a team in American sports. His team in American sports, he, I bet you his NBA team was Chicago Bulls up until... <laughs> no, <Nah, laughs> never. No, I, I was always... I guess if I... Just purely for the fact that I followed... Like, Iverson is my all-time favourite player, so... I wouldn't say I was a Sixers fan, but I followed them more than any other you club have been, because though. of him. Well, you should have been, though. If Iverson's your favourite, yeah. I mean, what what prevented you from going all in? Oh, just US sports trading fucking players. He ended up fucking at the Nuggets and ugh. yeah. I, I so how that thing is that, that thing that, that Jay was talking and about before, about like, you before know, Iverson it was Dominique Wilkins. So you know. I could be a Trey Young guy now, but I'm not. You're fucking giving birth to him. <laughs> well, I, this, so I know it's hard to believe, but when two people love each other very much, you know, things happen. Eventually someone gives birth, but it's generally not the male. Glenn, it's actually socially acceptable these days to say that you've given birth as in the both of you have been through the experience together. Right. Well, I'm not socially acceptable. Yeah, please and I'm check. Not laying, please, I'm not please, laying claim to Leo Blakely. Can you please check your privilege at the door? <laughs> My significant privilege. Yeah. It's a privilege to do this twice a week with you fine gentlemen. That's it. Now, listen, um, no one put a, a thread up for uh, the purpose of mailbag this, uh, this week, so we don't have any mailbag entries. However... I'd just like to, I, I got a message from uh, someone by the name of Mike. Uh, it must be in the Facebook group and he you know, found me you know, through the, being the admin of the Facebook group and he sent me a, a tremendous uh, story. Um, and it's, it's certainly, it's 100% true. Uh, the famous rugby league president for the Broncos flies to Baghdad to watch a young Iraqi play rugby league and is suitably impressed. And arranges for him to come over and join in the Broncos, and you know, based in in Brisbane, obviously, he signs him to a one year contract, and the kid joins the team for the, the preseason. Two weeks later, the Broncos are down by two tries to St George. Only ten minutes left. The coach gives the on gives the the tap to the young Iraqi kid, sends him on, and he's a sensation. Scores three tries in the last ten minutes, wins the game for the Broncos. The fans are thrilled. The players love him. Everyone's around this kid. They think it's amazing. The media are in love with him. So he comes off the ground and he phones his first thing he does, he phones his mum to tell to tell her about his first day in, in rugby league. And he says, Mum, guess what? I played for ten minutes today. We were down two tries. I scored three and we won. Everyone loves me, the fans, the media. Wonderful, says his mum, interrupting him. Let me tell you about my day. Your father got shot in the street and robbed. Bullets were sprayed over our entire house. Your sister and I were ambushed and beaten, and your brothers joined a gang of losers, and all while you were having such a great time playing rugby league. And the young guy, you know, the young fella's just totally upset. And he's all, Mum, what can I say? I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. And she said, sorry, you're sorry. It's your fault we moved to Caboolture in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> Very oh, funny. I like it. So thank you. Thanks for that, Mike. That's, that's, that's fucking tremendous. It gave me a great laugh. And uh, I had to I had to bring it out in the show. So the that's it, boys. Um the bulch, yeah. I was almost going to fly. I was almost going to call an audible and just just throw Kipper Ring in the shit again. <laughs> <laughs> it's your fault. I have to but, shop uh, at the Kipper Ring dirt mall. Yeah, exactly. 
And that is a full time for episode 448. Thanks for listening, everyone. Head to thisweekinleague.com forward slash links and you'll get links to our various communities, social media, Patreon, etc., etc. Um, if you'd like to support the show, become a patron. Uh, drop us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Tell a friend. All of the above. Now, I just want to say thank you to some uh, wonderful patrons who have come on board recently, like Reese, Mullers, Hayden, Mick, John, and someone by the name of Texas Panther. <sighs> and I have to wonder if it's like Texas is in like, you know, Western Queensland or Texas is in Texas, Texas. Or Texas so- is in the things that you write on stuff with when you're a Canberra yes. Raiders coach <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah exactly <laughs> uh, thanks so much for your support guys and uh, look forward to uh, learning more about you guys and hearing your contributions on the member sides via Patreon as we progress through the season fellas anything you want to add before we uh, pull a pin on this one mainly by 30 thanks mate anything about the Tigers or you're off them now no I love the Tigers always will can't see really? can't see them winning by thirty four or so. So you'll 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 always you'll always love always love them. Always love the Tigers, mate. always. Yeah. Yes. Are you their bodyguard? So, uh... <laughs> Auto tune this when I fucking built that tune out. Look out! <laughs> it's not going to happen. Go on then. Nah. Don't make threats. You're not going <laughs> to no, keep. You're right. I'm not doing that. <laughs> All right. That's it, folks. All right. And uh, we'll uh, talk to you guys on Sunday. Later. See ya. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.